I had the joy of hosting the outside broadcast for the Taking Care of Business radio show on RPPFM for the Byte Conference. And what I've done is I've grabbed all those different interviews and chunked them down to create a little series of those interviews for the podcast. Jackie Mitchell, the executive producer and standard host for Taking Care of Business, has given her blessing for it, and I thank her for this. So let's have a look at our little nibbles at the Byte Conference. Welcome to the Get More Success Show. He's a guy who never measured a man's success by the size of his wife. It's showtime. 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 And now, here is your host, Warwick Mary. Welcome back. Taking care of business, RPPFM. I'm your host, Warwick Mary. With me, I have the... Sally Bailey. Oh, well, the ever, ever glamorous, I was going to say, but... But, you know, we'll cut in with that. But we also have <laughs> someone of utmost importance to the future for Greater Frankston. We have the CEO of the Committee for Greater Frankston. It is Ginevra Hosking. Welcome. Thank you, Eric. Hey, um, so tell me, what is the Committee for Greater Frankston? The Committee for Greater Frankston is a bipartisan, not-for-profit organisation um, supported by local business members. So we're... Uh, and business members, but the purpose of the committee is to look at what are the major infrastructure or policy projects uh, that are actually holding the community back. You know, the, the big things that everyone kind of goes, oh, why didn't it actually happen? <laughs> yes, yes, you know, yes. It, it, this is so obvious, surely someone. Um, and really working with all levels of government in a bipartisan way to say, what do we actually need to do and how do we make this happen? So you're not a council body or a government organisation, are you? No. No, no so they're, we, a, they're a fresh set of eyes. Oh, we love a fresh from set the community, of eyes. From out of the community. Yes, it's, it's mm. a rather interesting model, I think. I, I, I do know that it's happened, like this is a model that has occurred before. I think we have a, a, a committee for Melbourne. Yes. And we have a committee for Geelong. Is there one for Ballarat? Or um, Ballarat, um, also Auckland, Perth. Um, what there is, what there hasn't been, is really anyone looking after this side of, of the peninsula yeah. and this area. And you know, Melbourne's so big, and, and obviously there's yeah, lot, lots of benefits we get. But we really felt that there was a, a big gap in, in the. Um, in the decision making in this area and sort of the long term vision and how it all comes because together. Because for us, it has been a very popular place down here on the peninsula and more and more people are moving down here. There's a lot more holidaying going on down here. I'm, I'm living from Melbourne when the summer's on. People go, why don't we go down to the peninsula for the day? Over summer, I'm like, no, no, it's just, it's <laughs> like, it's just, it's too messy down there. So this is obviously addressing some of these issues going, how do we make it so that it is. A, a more pleasant experience. So, what are some of the things? Yeah, what are some of the what are some of the things in the strategy that we're looking at? Look, at, at a highest level, the um, problem was definitely that there was a job shortage relative to the population. Right. I think that was well acknowledged, and, and so most of our themes, in some way, are actually something that would shift that dial. There, there, there's not much that, that that we're looking at that isn't materially going to actually increase the job base in this area. Um, but the three, four main areas are. Um, better connections to work, so fast links to, links to work and better public transport, actually building out um, the public transport network in this area, and it's not going to happen in one go. Because it sort of stopped at Frankston. The train line stopped at Frankston a few years. I went to university down here many, many years ago, and uh, after Frankston, it sort of, well, you had to get a bus and something about buses that just weren't quite as good as the rail line. So where are we looking at extending that to? So, look, one of the, the issues with 
um, dead ending your train line in the middle of your uh, CBD mm. is that if anyone wants to connect and go in the other direction, you have to use the CBD as a car park, which is kind of completely counter, counterintuitive <laughs> to what you actually want to be. So the aim is then to extend past Frankston following the stony, old Stony Point yes, line. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so the, the corridors are actually already exist. Take it out of the... Um, out of the CBD, past the um, hospital Monash University. And one of the really exciting things that's happening in Frankston is that's, that, that precinct is changing quite significantly. Mm. Monash, Chisholm have both committed to making that a regional part of their, uh, um, a major part of their university campuses yes. and are investing large amounts of money to, um, to actually build out their faculties there, um, whole faculties. Yep. Um, it's also, we've got the hospital redevelopment that we've been working on, which is a 50, uh, $562 million new development right. that will integrate teaching and education into the hospital so you've actually got a biomedical precinct there so go past that which is great if you've got all these new students coming yeah. in yeah. Um, through the Lakewood Karingal area so connecting whole parts of this region into the public transport network so they can get to Frankston, they can get into to city jobs and really opening up the job opportunities for those people. Um, right out towards Langwarren, so um, around McClellan Drive, where you've got the galleries and things. But the real opportunity here is to actually set up a dedicated park and ride. So to actually say, look, people will want to drive to connect yeah. to the transport. If you're going to do it, do it somewhere where it's not going to cause pain. And, and there has been a lot of urban growth in that area as well, so a lot more housing, a lot more residents. So to have that park and ride facility there without having to fight traffic just to get to the train line, yeah, like yep. that's got to be a great thing. Look, it, it, it's a little bit of a joke. The, um, if you look at the dedicated commuter car parking at Frankston in, in Frankston CBD, there's 416 spaces, <laughs> and on any given day, three and a half thousand people connect to Frankston train by car. Yeah. So you, you, a lot of yeah. kissing goes that's there. A, there's a massive disconnect. <laughs> yeah. So it's fantastic you've looked at. Okay, great. So we're going looking at the. the, the those options. What else? Um, look, one of the really exciting things that until we started digging into it, we didn't really understand, but Caram Downs and the Caram Downs Industrial Precinct is this region's biggest job growth story. Oh um, you know, it, it's basically doubling in size every five years. Um, it's become a really innovative source of job dense businesses. So it's not auto repair shops and, and, and warehousing. It's actually um, businesses, uh, high intense IP businesses. Are these the huge buildings that we're seeing coming as we come down the end of the um, Peninsula Link, uh, East Link? It is, yeah. yes. Um, a lot of them own their own IP. There's really three types of businesses that are clustering there. Um, second stage food processing, so your, your um, milk products that are all exporting, um, you know, you've got Orgran, which is the um, um, gluten-free, dairy-free products. These are, these are exporting all around the world. Um, you've got a second set of businesses that are own um, uh, own the IP to particular production, um, construction industry product. So it's it's raw product, but it actually goes into the construction industry. Yep. So you've got boutique paints. Um, there's one that's just been developed that's actually um, uh, antibacterial, so for use for hospitals and things like that. Um, and then you've got um, integrated supply chain, so people actually supplying things into Melbourne. It's really quite high-end production management. So it's exciting um, parts. And the insight here was just don't kill the golden goose. You know, this, this yeah, is yeah, actually yeah. working. Make sure that we've provisioned for the success of this and, and actually factor that into the future. And one of the big projects that we led on there was Latham's Road. Right. And, and um, yeah, this was Frankston's number one road project. <laughs> when we started on it, it was in the 15 years plus bucket. We've not opened the file. 
sale. Yeah, um, yeah okay. So within uh, nine months, we were able to work with um, Vic Roads. We, we prepared the business, the benefit side of it. They uh, found an engineer to do the costings, and together we were actually able to get the fo the um, road fully funded in that, nine months. Because that's the yeah. thing with that kind of um, growth in that industrial sector. Mm obviously comes with it a whole lot more transport and logistics, yep. which then has an impact on other motor users on, on the road. So to have the right infrastructure in place is mm. terribly important. Well, it had brilliant north-south materials, but nothing running east-west. Nothing east-west, east yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No. So who's, who's behind, the, who are these eyes that are, that are okay. looking at these things and recognising the them? New the new eyes. The, yeah, <laughs> they, are, they are, aren't they? They are. Look, um, we're very fortunate to have um, Fred Harrison, who's the chair of our, at the moment of our our committee. Um, he is the CEO of Richie's IGA, yes. which is the Australia's biggest independent chain of supermarkets. And can I say, he was my boss. Oh. Uh, when I was here at Frankston at what's now Monash University, I used to work at was what was um, Richie's SSW back oh, at the time. Yeah. Uh, and Fred was, was my boss. Yes, well, he's still here. Um, and yeah, obviously, Richie's is a, a, an absolute icon. Mm. Um, icon for the area but their offices in Caram Downs and he just felt that that um, he'd seen one of his suppliers a very good friend from Patty's was running the, the committee for Gippsland and so when this opportunity came up he absolutely jumped it and yeah. said yes Make, make me your first chairman. <laughs> we've got yes. Um, we've got Monash University, Frankston Council, um, um, the Peninsula Health, um, Ingham's Chickens, so a lot of the bigger employers, but also a lot of the smaller employers. So people have just come to the area and have been and successful in Caram Downs or locally, and they've really been able to make a business for themselves and, and said, look, we're doing really well. We see the potential of Frankston, but we want it realised. We're not prepared to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we're not prepared to just accept that it's got potential. Yeah, this is about action. It's about actually getting things delivered. And, and mm. having that perspective from people who are like, and we are the users of these service and we know the mm. growth that we want for our business and what we need to get there. And we live in the area, so we're also consumers uh, and we know the impact as just a, 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 a rate-paying member of the public. Yeah. So un unlike having a government uh, or a council who has a different perspective. So to have uh, have that different perspective and be able to sort of influence what's going on has got to be a great thing. Yeah. And, and obviously, um, you know, they represent a large portion of the employment base. In, in yeah, fact, so, yeah, you yeah. Know, there's some very significant employers that, that are actually working for the community to make these things happen. If people want to find out a bit more about the Committee for Greater Frankston and some of the work they're doing and some of the projects that they're, they're advocating for, how do we find out more information? Um, look, first of all, the, we've got a website up and running, so that's probably the easiest way okay. to, to, to start. Um, I'm very happy to, to what's take the, what's, the, what's the website? Yeah. Um, so c4gf.com.au. So that's yeah. c4gf.com.au. Yeah. Um, yeah, that and that'll take you to the main website. Right. There's links there. Um, email us at info.com. Um, info at c4gf.com.au and I'm sure if you Google Committee for Greater Frankston you're going to find you as well. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Google knows what it's doing. They just, they're listening to our conversation as we speak. I think it's really exciting to, I to think, think it's that good. there's, like, I think there's, there's another body out yeah. there. Yeah, it's really, really giving a, a big picture look. Yeah. It's about owning the vision for the city and saying, sure. look, actually, this is, you know, councils, think they move on over time, but as a community, we need to own it. We need to be part of it. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, connecting people from the, the, you know, the very begin, but also down, you know, the small businesses, the individuals, um, the, the galleries and not-for-profits. We've got some of the schools are involved. Yeah. And, you know, really it's that connection of, of everyone saying, collectively, how are we going to grow And it is, as, as a community, as a greater Frankston, what do we want? What do we see as our future? And then, and then 
doing what we can to make that happen. Yeah, and and keeping it small. Like I think you know everyone has lovely pet ideas, but yeah. half of the power is actually saying right. We are having a very short, very small list, and we're delivering it. Oh, but then we'll add something else. Can I tell you, less is more is one of my favourite things that happens. Happens. Uh, yeah, need, we need to use less is more a whole mm. lot more. Thank you so much That's for right. stopping by today. It's great to have you here at the conference, and um, I know it's one of our exhibitors, so sort of uh, spreading your message, which is fantastic. Thank you very much, and thank you so great much for hosting us today. Uh, absolute pleasure. Thanks, Jennifer. You're here at the, the Byte Conference. I wanted to say Smart Conference, but that's because Smart Business Solutions are the major sponsor of being here as well as Zero. So thank you to those two big companies. You're listening to RPPFM Taking Care of Business Show. We've got some more great guests coming on the show very soon. We'll be back right after this. Thanks for joining me for this little nibble from the Byte Conference. I'm sure you'll agree there was some great value in it. I look forward to having you back on the Get More Success Show next time. Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Merry. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. Getmoresuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merry. Thanks for listening and until next time, enjoy your success.